Coming to you from Helping Our Music Evolve in Nashville, this is the Quinn Spin. Peanut! And welcome once again, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, one and all, to a brand new edition of the Quinn Spin. I'm your host, the Quinn. I'm back here at Helping Our Music Evolve in the heart of beautiful East Nashville, the heart of Music City. Tennessee. That was the loudest and most energetic I've done that intro in a long time. There was a lot of pressure because we have not just one, but two special guests to the show. We have, I'm sitting in the middle today. I'm not in my usual chair even. I have to my right, which you can't see, Mr. Van Isaacson. And to my left, Allison Mahal, both musicians and multi-talented members of the Nashville music community. Thank you all both for coming on the show here today. Thanks. What an intro. <laughs> I, 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 I had to make it good. There it's really hard to follow that, though. <laughs> I, I really I really built that up, like, you know, before we started the show. And mm-hmm. now I'm like, well, I really, I just got to dig in and make this the best I, one I've done all I year. I want that to be my alarm clock on days <laughs> I can't get out of bed. Can you imagine waking up to that <laughs> every morning? I can. Make it happen. Uh, <laughs> if you want that as a ringtone, if you want that specific hey now that I just did at the top of the show as your ringtone, let us know. <laughs> And I'll charge 99 cents for it, just like back in 2006 when yes. people were buying ringtones up <laughs> back in the day. That was like the beginning of college for me. That was ages ago. We're not going to get into my age, though. We're going to tell you that the opening theme song you heard was Revel 9's All I've Become. It's been that way since 2014. Will be until the end of time. And now I'm going to throw it to my guests. Whoever wants to answer these questions first, I ask every guest of the show three standard questions. Those being, who are you? What are your passions, and why on earth would you want to come on the Quinn Spin? Van is giving me a very intense stare that I should Go speak ahead. first. <laughs> um, who who am I? Who are you? <laughs> I'm Allison Mahal. What is this a TED talk? <laughs> who am <laughs> I? <laughs> Do I have to expand on that? I'm Allison Mahal. I mean, you could. I mean, you could say. I guess what you do too. I guess you you're know. like it's not this complicated. <laughs> okay. I'm Allison Mahal. I live in Nashville. I have for the past five and a half years. Um, And I am in music publicity during the day, and I am Batman by night. I'm also a music maker. Oh, also in addition to being Batman. Yes. She's taking the night off from both. Exactly. So PR during the day. Batman also makes music. Saving the city by night. Exactly. Both musically and by fighting crime. Yep. Yep. Nailed it. So third question is, why on earth would you want to come on this show of all the shows? Well, Gerard, because we've been pals for the past year when we worked together Mm -hmm. via email. And I wanted to see your face more. And you're a Cubs fan. And I love what UMC and the Quinspin does for independent artists like myself. Why, thank you. Yes, I, I'm wearing my Cubs mask right now, which I've spent the least amount of time by far in Chicago out of anyone in this room. So I'm just a giant poser at the moment. <laughs> and uh, so I just want to point that out there. But yes, fellow Cubs fans. And then over here, Mr. Van Isaacson. How you doing? Hey, good. So, um, same three questions. Who are you? What are your passions? Why on earth would you want to spend your evening here? Uh, I am just a civilian, um, Van Isaacson. Mm-hmm. Um, You're not Batman. I am not Batman. You're not her Robin either. Definitely not. I don't think I could keep up. (laughs) Um, I do music production and songwriting, um, and I just moved here mid-pandemic. Almost been here a year at this point. Um, And a side note, this is the first time I've worn jeans 
this entire pandemic. So that's why you wanted to come on. The it show. feels just, so good. Well, I haven't been able to out. find ones that fit because all the dressing rooms are closed. Uh, so yeah. I made a gamble and I got them. So I haven't worn jeans in Nashville yet. Wow, this, so this year, is the first ever? time. Yeah, well, not ever, but no, in Nashville. Yeah, You've been here for almost a year. I know this is the first time. Good wow. for you. Mm-hmm. Wow. I, I, now I kind of wish we were getting video of this because you know people <laughs> could be witnessing history right now. It's a big deal. So that's the real reason you wanted to come on the show. Exactly, right? I wanted to show off my jeans. Yeah, um, it feels like a big night out for you. It that. is a big night out. Yes, being cooped up. Uh, and and why why am I here? Uh, because you are an amazing human, and Aww. what you do is fantastic, and I'm so proud of you. I didn't even pay him to say that. Well, yeah. not yet. Yeah, not yet, not yet. Later, <laughs> that's after the show. No, but you are an inspiring dude. Oh, so thank you. Thank I would you. love to be in your podcast. Well, well, I'm glad to have you. I have to say, I love. We're all masked up here, and I love this because it's like a pop filter. We were talking about this off the uh, off the off the air before we started like you're not going to hear all my breathing noises and like you usually do on the show so at least not as pronounced we could say so now both of you have projects that you are working on that you've recently released allison mm-hmm. in your case you have an ep out right now yes so why don't we start why don't you tell us a little bit about it okay so i just released an ep it's called me now mm-hmm. and van who's sitting across from me produced it he co-produced it with our dear pal, Sam Roller. Um, He's in New York right now, but we mostly made the EP out of Sam's home studio in East Nashville. Um, Many late nights, we all have day jobs. We would just cram in his home studio for hours and and make it was very DIY passion project. Um, Just three pals making music. I'm super proud of it. It's been a long time coming. Um, I've been working on it for over a year. and I also worked with a lot of other friends on it. And, like, we recorded drums in Sam's backyard shed in 90-degree heat this summer in Tennessee with my friend Jack. Um, and, yeah, just having all my friends on it made it even more special. But it's called Me Now. It's out. It came out on New Year's Day. It's about my life. And you should go listen to it. <laughs> and I have to say, when you release the lead single from yes. that, by the way, I was like, that voice holy crap like so good well like, thank you it's so distinctive it. like it, go check this out because it's just such a, like you just have such a presence about you in your music and uh, with your voice with it's just so like distinctive to you and there's so much soul there and i really i, I was blown away when i first heard that single that's very very kind thank you absolutely and there's a remix you're working on yes so i guess i'm not announcing it until the 11th but i'm sure this podcast it's not going to come out before then yes it'll come out years from now mm-hmm. but <laughs> i'm going to put this in a time capsule strictly for blackmail purposes no. yes <laughs> Um, but Van and I, I had this idea to make an alternate version of the title track, Me Now, which was also the first single, like you mentioned. Um, it's got on the most love on the Spotify and I'm kind of getting ready to, well, I've already with Van have worked on the new project and I've started writing again and feeling inspired to produce new material. So I thought to say goodbye to the Me Now area and to era and to kind of close this chapter, I wanted to release an alternate version. Um, it's called the Delete His Number version. Ooh. It's complete, packaged with all the vibes. It pairs nicely with wine and your couch and your bus pals and being a little too 
drunk and dancing. Getting turned. Getting turned by yourself. <laughs> getting um, turned by yourself. Yeah, but it... it the story of 2020. Exactly. <laughs> it <laughs> drops next Friday, the 12th, and I'm super excited to release it. Well, super excited to listen. Uh, yes. Make sure you check it out. That's February 12th. I Full disclosure, I have no idea when I'm releasing this episode. I just know that I will within the next like couple months. So Yeah. Yeah. So... It's probably already out. It's now. probably Go gone now. viral by now. <laughs> yeah, I'm just You're you're like super famous. Exactly. So that's Van and I that's our next plan is to become viral on TikTok. Yeah. So Yeah, I'm, you I'm, just got a TikTok. How's that been? I I've had one follower named Kevin. He followed me within 30 <laughs> seconds. I didn't post anything and this Kevin guy followed me and so then I made my first TikTok directed at Kevin and I told him to listen to me now. Um, no response from Kevin. He still follows me, um, but it's been going great. A L- little more of an aggressive tactic for TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Directly making videos for your one fan. Hey, don't hate <laughs> on the process. I launched one like, it had to be like two, three months ago. And I posted one video like making fun of being old and not knowing how to use TikTok because that's kind of my life. And um, I just got like a bunch of random 12-year-olds commenting on it. Like, yeah. oh, you're doing it right. Because I asked in the caption, am I doing this right? That's kind of nice. That is yeah. nice. They weren't trolling you. They were just like, yeah, keep going, old man. Yeah. <laughs> you got keep it. Keep going, <laughs> Oh, he's like my crazy uncle. Uh, exactly. I haven't posted since. I don't even think I've logged into it for like yeah, at least a month. We should all we should all be TikTokers. Yeah? Yes. You, you like TikTok? No. But <laughs> if I have mutual friends who this also... This isn't great marketing for your TikTok page? <laughs> <laughs> I don't yes. even like TikTok, but I'm there. But I'm there because Van forced me to be. But Well, I just saw it. That's what the kids are, the cool kids are doing. So, so are you on TikTok? I'm not. I used to have it. I didn't make any. <laughs> So um, wait, you can make, you make yeah, it so here the yeah here goes here comes the hypocrite yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, I used to have it. Uh, I couldn't think of anything relevant to say to anybody, um, and then shocker. I became addicted to it and would spend way too much time yeah. scrolling. And it's amazing. So now my girlfriend has TikTok, and I you know just watch it with her for a couple minutes here and there. Um, you know what's really creepy about TikTok to me is like you have to hit the back button twice to even escape it. Does anybody else have that okay, issue, or is that just me? That makes so much sense now. Yeah, like you have to hit the back <laughs> button twice to even get out of it. Like they mm. want to keep you there, hypnotized forever. I was confused about that. Yeah. I thought it was my phone. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. I'm just like I definitely hit that. Like the first few times too, I was like, I definitely hit the back button. Why am I not leaving TikTok? Like, why is it just taking me to another TikTok thing? Oh, uh, I see. Mm. And. Yeah, it took me a little while. Again, I'm old. I don't know how these... I, 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 I've, I've joked before, or semi-joked, that I think TikTok... Like, I needed to get off at the stop before on the social media train. Because <laughs> I just don't. I know there's a use for it. I just... Uh, I just can't. My algorithm was all weird when I was on it. I had a bunch of dad talks. Like, a bunch of... Like, it was it was all of, like, the, the top ones for a while. And then it morphed into... How to replace your baseboards. And but, Van, is that really off-brand to... for you? Uh, okay, maybe not. You fixed but... my headlights, like, <laughs> last month. <laughs> but it's I don't know what off-brand. I did to, to get onto Dad Talk. But TikTok <laughs> was listening to you fixing <laughs> her headlights. I'm like, hmm, this guy, he's a handyman. Let's, let's, let's I'm really let's not. Do. It's just look it up, look it up on YouTube and that yeah. is figure cl- it out that what way. what my dad would say. Yeah. No, but That's did you look, a, look it up on YouTube on your phone? Yes. 
TikTok probably found some weird voodoo mm. way in there. Mm-hmm. See what you've been looking at. You know? so, does UMC have a TikTok? No, no, I just have one. Oh, okay. Like a personal one, because I got it to like kind of just kick it around a little bit and see if we will eventually. At UMC. You guys have just... so much going on. I, I imagine it would be. You have plenty of content, right? Plenty of content, <laughs> but also not the time required to really effectively manage it, you know? Oh, are you busy or something? Well, yeah, a little yeah. bit. <laughs> keeping, up, honestly, keeping up with Instagram right now and all the DMs we're getting, besides the inbox, the Gmail inbox is like, wow. it's not happening. People slide in your DMs a lot? All the time. Like, yeah. yo, check out my mixtape, fam. And keep your submissions coming. Don't get me wrong. But it's like, <laughs> it's getting harder and harder and harder to like keep up with it all because we're just that dang popular right now. Yeah, I don't know how you do it. How do you pick which artists? You have hundreds of people to pick from. I mean, how do you even... You're putting Gerard on the hot seat right now. <laughs> I'm just trying to get some insider inf- inside baseball kind of stuff, you know? You know, I mean... What are you looking for? I'm looking <laughs> for complete submissions nowadays, nice. you know, like... I think gone are the days where I just kind of review the, hey, here's my single link. And then, you know, like I get no context or artwork or anything. Like now I think if you want to get a review, like you've got to like really tell us what it's about. You've got to really like do the legwork to really present it as a compelling story because we're getting so many submissions right now. So I want to know what your song's about. I want to know the inspiration. I want to know who worked with you on it. I'd love it if you would attach the artwork. I'm winking. You can't hear it, but I am. Um, you know, just like give the information. So I, or one of our contributors, like has something to work with because as time goes on, you know, we do have to make decisions and the most complete submissions are the ones that are really, the ones that really show the most effort are the ones that I'm like, yeah, okay, I can rock with this. And then there's things like production quality too. Like it's gotta be whatever the standard of good quality is for your genre. Cause we do all genres. Like, you know, I, I'd like to know that I could. Imagine hearing it on the radio or a playlist next to whatever the big artists in, in that genre are, you know, mm-hmm. if it's rock, like, could I hear this next to the Foo Fighters, the Killers, that kind of thing? If it's pop, could I hear this next to Taylor Swift, Beyonce, like, you know, so production quality, but also like just making sure your submissions as complete as possible. You know, I didn't know any of that until I started writing for you. Yeah. And I was looking at what people would submit and I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. This is why nobody writes about my music. <laughs> I'd put, you know, I'd, I'd be that guy. I'm not ashamed to admit it. I'd be like, "Hey, I wrote a new song. Check Please write about it." But I would argue, as independent artists, you know, I know that because of my day job. But mm-hmm. how would you know as an independent right. artist? And so it's cool that people will listen to this and now be like, "Oh, I need to put yeah. my bio in there. I need to have a bio, you know, because." It's all DIY. It's all time consuming. And to know this information is super valuable. So I think it's it's going to be really helpful. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm designing a course on it, which I actually just started looking <sighs> at again today. Mm. Uh, we, we had kind of, uh, I test ran it with uh, oh, some cool. contributors of UMC, including Van, mm-hmm. um, over the summer. And I finally got back around to it. And I'm like fleshing it out in like masterclass format. We're going to cover everything you need to know about pitching your music, not only to UMC, 
but to all media and not just media but managers publicists anybody you want to tell your story that's awesome you know they're gonna need something to work with i mean you know like the more you mm-hmm. have to work with you know like you can't make filet mignon out of hamburger helper you know what i mean hey, <laughs> like you've gotta have beg to differ. <laughs> for sure that's yeah. awesome though that's gonna be really cool yeah so stay tuned for that but enough about me van speaking of february 12th because yes. i mentioned that as the release date for the me now turnt edition which is what I'm just going to turn to. Okay. You have yeah. something coming out as well. I do. Um, uh, I have a single coming out. It's mm-hmm. called Georgia. Um, it's kind of, kind of moody. There's lots of vocoder. Um, I had a lot of fun making it. Um, that, that's what I kind of like doing my own stuff. I don't do a ton of it. Um, you know, cause working on other things, but mm-hmm. I like to like experiment with different production stuff on my own music. Mm-hmm um but so this one was really fun um it's about so it kind of had not the greatest departure from chicago um I, I got kicked out of the apartment i was living in and got fired from my job right before we had to move so we kind of got forced out mm-hmm. of chicago came here and i was just kind of like over it you know in middle of the pandemic we were looking for jobs here and i was like you know what i just gotta go get out uh, so I went camping by myself in Georgia. There's um, this big track of land uh, called the Cahuta Wilderness, and there's only like a couple trails Where in Georgia for humans. That? It's right on the border. It's northern Georgia. Okay. Um, and so I I hiked like you drive like eight miles in on this dirt road going up, and then you hike in for about an hour. Mm-hmm. And I camped right next to this river. And I'd never been camping, like, that far away from people. Yeah. And, like, with no cell service. And, like, it was dark because you're deep in the woods. Yeah. And so I was just losing my mind. But it was kind of what I needed. It was, mm-hmm. like, the reset that I needed. Um, and so that's kind of what the song is about. It's about the whole experience of camping in Georgia by myself. Yeah, yeah. So. It's one thing to camp by yourself at like a KOA or something, but to go like deep right. into the woods. like. And I'd never done that. I don't know what compelled me to do that. I think because my dad used to do that stuff. Mm-hmm. He was crazy. He used to go camping in the mountains of Colorado just by himself. I'm like, what are you doing? The mountain lions out oh there. Yeah, so I was like, oh, I can do that. If he can do it, I can do it. And I was losing my mind. As soon as the sun went down, I was mm-hmm. like, this is not okay. Yeah, that would freak <laughs> me out. If I camp, I do. I, I go to like the KOA or something. Like, yeah. I don't mess with act, the actual wilderness. Like, yeah. Bears? No. no, no Luckily, bears. I didn't see a bear. I kept saying to myself, like, I don't need this story. I don't need to talk about how I saw a million bears and had to run for I don't need it. If this this needs to be a boring trip don't for me. Be the hero. Yeah. <laughs> no wild animals, no no noise, just peace. Yeah, exactly. Just peace. So, you moved here in the middle of the pandemic. Yeah, in uh the beginning of April. Yeah, so mm-hmm. what was that like? Cuz like at that time like even like here in Nashville, we were absolutely 100% shut down. Mm-hmm. What was it like? Honestly, it was pretty easy. Uh so we had locked in this place pre-pandemic the mm-hmm. apartment we were staying in and i'd come down to check it out a couple times I, in fact you toured it mm-hmm. um, for me allison toured it for me um it was surprisingly easy there was hardly anybody on the roads at that time because that was still like the pandemic is pretty fresh and everybody mm-hmm. no one really knew what was going on so they're like do we stay home do we yeah do we go out do everybody so... was still wearing masks in their cars then exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it was pretty chill I, i'm very thankful that i mean we didn't have any problems um, and we, we both were lucky to find some part-time jobs. You know, I applied to a hundred jobs 
I'm not even exaggerating, before moving here. And I came here and I really didn't have a job. I was like, okay, I guess we'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. And I respond to this creepy, like, Craigslist type ad. I'm like, I don't care if he's giving me bags of cash and tells me not to look in the back of the van. I'll just, I'll do whatever. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Nice van. Uh, but it turned out to be, like, one of the best jobs I've had so far. So, yeah, we, we've been pretty lucky. So I, I don't have any horror stories about moving during a pandemic. Well, that's great. Yeah. But I mean, that is kind of the Nashville way is to just like figure it out once you get here. <laughs> well, yeah. And you are a testament to that. Yeah. It, you know, and that's the thing. Like the, the, the good thing is like being surrounded by so many people who have done the, the exact same thing. Like I've talked to even on this show, like I've talked to musicians who like literally moved here and lived out of their car. Mm -hmm. for a while um and it's just like but it's it's interesting because van i think you and i were talking about this the last time i saw you like you know you can do it here and it's like acceptable like you do that kind oh, yeah. of thing anywhere else and you are that guy you know <laughs> like here, like everybody understands like you, you're just you're coming here for a reason you're coming here to try to build something that you can't build quite anywhere else so th the sacrifices i think you have to make to do that are not only more acceptable here, but just better understood. You know, and because... encouraged, because everyone's trying to do the same thing. Exactly. You know, I think of our, Allison and I, our working relationship's great, because we're both doing the same things. We enjoy working together. At least I enjoy working with her. I'm not yeah, going to speak to you. Yeah, to be determined on my end. Right. No, <laughs> but yeah, everyone's, everyone's like, if you have some crazy dream, everyone here is just like, yeah, just go do it. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. you'll figure it out. Yeah. Like, why haven't you done it yet? Like, yeah. come on, you don't need to wait that long. Like, that's because... As you all might know out there by now, I left corporate America at the end of the year to focus on this full time because I yes. had to. Like, there's literally no time to not spend all day focusing on UMC. And I had so many people around me just like, yeah, man, just do it. Like, and I could think of like anywhere else in the country or anywhere else I've lived where people would be like, oh, are you sure you want to do that? What about the health insurance? What about and it's, here? It's just like, no, you'll figure it out. Then if you don't, you could just like drive Postmates or something. It'll be okay, because <laughs> like, mm -hmm. we get it here, and that, that's what I love about Nashville and this community and just like being a part of it all. So, you know, speaking of the pandemic, though, I'm curious to know, and I'm always curious to know from anyone who comes on the show in this day and age, how you've adjusted, what lessons you've learned, how it's kind of informed your creative processes as artists, as professionals. How has the pandemic kind of shaped how you approach what you do? Well, for me, you know, I wouldn't wish what we all experienced last year again. I would never want that. To, <laughs> no, we no. put 2020 behind us. Mm -hmm. But in other ways, in my personal life, professional, um, and in my music career, I feel like I have grown in many ways that if I was just going at the pace I was before the pandemic, um, I would have just had a different experience with releasing the Me Now EP. Um, I'm in a long-distance relationship, and I was able to, because um, I always work from home before the pandemic. I've always um, been, you know, not exactly nine to five and work out of a home office. And so I can take, luckily, my day job anywhere. Um, so during this pandemic, when everything shut down and there was no shows to cover, um, I just went to northern Minnesota for like a month <laughs> and worked there and did music there. And then I came back and I got many, many COVID tests to make sure I was safe. Mm -hmm. And then I recorded, like I said, drums in my friend Sam's backyard for my EP. And we all wear masks. And 
Van and Sam and I somehow made this year work, but it was, I feel like, a challenge, but so much fun figuring it out because, you know, if one of us, you know, got exposed from someone that, like a roommate or anything, okay, cancel the session we had planned. Everything shut down Everything for two weeks, shu- yeah. No, but then we'd be point. like, we could do a Zoom session, mm-hmm. you know? It's because of the technology. It's like, we can we can be creative with this, you yeah. know? Like, get tested, quarantine, do what you have to do, but also, like, let's meet on Zoom. Let's figure out how to, like, hook up the interface so you can hear the playback audio and still produce this song virtually together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when it was safe to meet, you know, mask up and everything. And so... I felt very lucky that Sam and Van were on the same page of like, you know, this year is a very serious politically, socially, um, you know, with public health, but just that we were in it together and we wanted to make the most of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very rewarding in that way. Yeah, um, I think I think to your point, like there are a lot of things that like for for all the turmoil caused by the past year, mm-hmm. there are so many things that we wouldn't have had the opportunity to do. If things were just cooking on all cylinders, you know, it forced us to slow down and like gain some perspective of this is my life in front of me. And what am I what am I going to make of it? Because I have to alter it somehow to be safe Mm -hmm. and, you know, to keep chugging along. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like if if 2020 was just as open as 2019, like I could tell you, I pretty pretty much would have had the same year probably right Constantly it forced going to us shows. to yeah. get out of our comfort zone you know you with your job i totally think my head would be like to the ground still mm-hmm. um just going and gliding through where i was what i was gliding through which was still making music in a sense but i don't know it totally changed my creative outlook yeah. i feel like the slowdown i think allows you to become more intentional Yes. You, you know, and really think through, like, especially in the beginning of the pandemic when, like, nobody was leaving their houses, nothing was going on at all. Mm-hmm. Like, you just get a lot more intentional and you really start to think, like, okay, what is it that I actually want out of all of this? Instead yes. of just doing it just to keep it going, what is it do I, that I actually want and how do I get there? Like, for me, yeah, I'd probably still be in corporate America if the world was functioning as normally because I wouldn't have had the time to really think about, like, this isn't where I want to be. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think I knew it, but I didn't just have that laid out where it's like, well, I do this and then I do that, you know, at night, you know, where I start working on my own stuff. And it's just like, I just want to do more of this. I just want right. to start doing more of what I right. what I actually love to do. And how do I do that? And how do I, how do I make it make sense? If you're listening to me speak right now, there's a good chance that you're a musician, a content creator, some kind of entrepreneur. Whatever the case, that means that you're a business owner and all business owners need to have a system for managing their finances. And I will be the first to tell you that this was absolutely terrifying to me at first. And that was until I spoke with Dan Bobick of MoneyWorks Financial Coaching. MoneyWorks Financial Coaching helps early to mid-career singles and couples organize their finances. Dan works individually with clients, like you and me, to build a personalized system for effectively managing their finances so that they can live and give with joy and confidence. After I consulted with Dan, I can tell you I was no longer terrified by the money conversation. Dan's approach and demeanor gave me the peace of mind and reassurance I needed to feel like I was in control of my finances and that they were on the right track. 
My relationship with money has improved exponentially and I now move forward with more confidence in my business and my life. You can schedule a free consultation by going to moneyworkscoaching.com. I guarantee you'll gain confidence and perspective on your finances and when you do, you can use my coupon code. It is UMC5 at checkout for a 5% discount on MoneyWorks Financial Coaching Services. Again, that is UMC5. Head to moneyworkscoaching.com. So, Van, what about you? No, I, I agree completely with what you guys are saying. I think... What it, what it was for me was like in Chicago, it was just a constant grind and like just trying to do everything. And I think once you realize it's all fragile anyway and can be taken away in an instant and you kind of have to start over, I think it makes you realize like exactly like what you said, like, well, what do I want to do? You know, so for me, it was like, well, I've always wanted to have a studio and do production. So you know, we, we did that and, you know, the year has been tough, you know, financially and mentally and all those other things, but Mm -hmm. it's also been like the most important year of my life so far. Mm -hmm. So, and, and I'm creating a community here that, you know, is like family and I'm like super thankful for that. And it probably wouldn't have happened if, you know, if everything wasn't forced to kind of chill out and, and start over. Totally. That word important, I think is a really good word here because, 2020, you know, and now into 2021, we're still dealing with COVID and, you know, fallout from other things that have happened within the past year. You know, it's not the year any of us wanted, but it's it's it certainly was pivotal, you know, for personal reasons, but also for societal re- reasons. You know, it, it's, I think, caused us all to really think critically about our place in the world, you know, and how, and how we're affecting that place in the world or at least, I mean, hopefully, I mean, that's the goal. I, I don't know if everybody's quite thinking critically about their place in the world or that there's a world outside of their place. Yeah, I think a lot of people are just trying to stay above water these days. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a luxury to be able to like, you know, really go inward and think critically, you know, and I think we're fortunate in that regard, mm-hmm. but that's where I think a lot of the important new ideas are coming from a lot of the innovation in this time is coming from you know like live streaming was kind of like a nice to have thing you know if you're a venue or you know you just want to go live on your social media once in a blue moon right now it's like common practice (laughs) you know like Mm -hmm. you've got people all over the country all over the world live streaming their shows going on stage it finding a venue Mm -hmm. you know And it's going to be a part of the plan going forward because, you know, as things start to open up, not everyone's going to be comfortable going out right away, you know, so people want to have that virtual option. People whose favorite bands aren't coming to their town are, you know, they're going to want to have that virtual option so they can actually catch the tour and not drive 500 miles, you know, and all the cost and everything associated with that. There's been so much to come out of this time that I think when we look back, like through the struggle you know, we'll be, we'll be grateful to have had the opportunity to uncover a lot of these things, you know, and it's just, I mean, you know, you can't have the, you can't have the dark without the light and vice versa. You know, I mean, it's obviously been a very challenging year for a lot of people and I never want to sell that short for what it's been, but at the same time, like you don't grow without that challenge, without that struggle, you know, individually or as a society. So retweet Gerard. 
All right, I got retweeted. <laughs> I never get retweeted. Uh, that's not true. We get retweeted sometimes, but I retweeted on TikTok. On TikTok, oh, can you do that? We all need a no. <laughs> it would just create. It would just make it more of an endless loop. That, like you know, TikTok's already just like this hypnotized. Yes. Like, hypnotizing is the word i would use and like imagine if you could like retweet and repost content it would just the madness you'd never get out of there Mm-mm. you'd absolutely never we would get live out. in tiktok <laughs> tiktok would become our new reality we'd just be kind of just forever bound to it honestly so i have a question for you guys what's that what concert are you looking forward to the most oh, when you're man. able to go again mm. well the first band that came to my mind Heim. Oh, yeah. And uh, Women in Music Part 3 came out this year, and it got me through 2020. <laughs> I love them, and I'm so excited to see that energy live. And I've never seen them in concert before, and that album, I feel like, needs to be played live. So I would say Heim's. It must be so crazy to put out an album and then have to wait like yeah. a year and a yeah. half to tour on it. Mm-hmm. And after everyone's heard it for a year and a half, and then you tour it, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that is a, that's a really good one. Yeah. What I hadn't thought of that. I've got a few. I, well, first of all, I was going to try to go to the Killers at Bridgestone in September, oh. but then COVID happened. So yeah. I've seen them once. I saw them up in Newark, New Jersey back in cool. on the Battleborn tour, which was 2013. Uh, but always down for a killer show. Um, it's it's an incredible live experience. The light show was the most surprising part to me. Like they they go all out with the light, with everything. The mm. entire everything on the stage like has a purpose and it's all just like to the max and just really well done. So the killers um Our Lady Peace is releasing Spiritual Machines 2 this year, so I'm hoping they come to Nashville when it's safe if not i guess i'll just have to suck it up and make a trip up north to either new york or philly or chicago i've got a pretty big following in chicago um according to our spotify anyway i was curious and wanted another nice. top five cities and chicago's number four um they're from canada though so like you know the u.s runs always a little more limited because they're like pretty much the foo fighters up there like they headline festivals and here they're wow. like oh, wow. playing like exit in type rooms so like obviously they do more in Canada than they mm. do here. Totally understandable. Um, I want to see the Dirty Heads, too. I worked one of their shows in 2016 when I was living in Pennsylvania, I, but I was working. I couldn't, like, really mm. get into it. And, like, over – I'll tell you what. Over the course of the pandemic, they started doing, like, biweekly live streams of each of their albums. And, like, I was hooked on those things. And I was tuning in for every single one. And it just made me really – appreciate them much more as musicians as a unit and like i want to go and see them live like properly not just working security those are probably my three uh what about you Van? yeah it's funny you said the killers i've just started listening to the killers what? i mean obviously mr brightside whatever yeah, right? yeah, yeah. crap but like anyway. when, there's a difference between that and getting into the killers. right mm-hmm. yeah. well and Deep thank dive. it's mostly thanks to lightning 100 because they keep playing them all the time yeah, and their new album is just fantastic and I, I just watched the song exploder which made me fall in love with them even more so i would definitely go see a killer show I think the first one on my list would be Phoebe Bridgers. Yes. Patron Saint Phoebe I'll get Bridgers. I'll tickets with you. And yeah. The, I mean, what you a... You can cry. Yeah. What a treat to this world. <laughs> She's yeah. amazing. I go see her. Um, I would I would definitely take... I guess we're all going to concerts because I would definitely tag along to the Heim concert uh-huh. as well. All right. 
right. Yeah. Let's make plans. Yeah. I mean, we yeah, don't know when, but, Let's you know. spend all our savings on future concert tickets. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know when the concerts are going to be, but when they happen... My whole life's earnings <laughs> will go to Phoebe Bridgers. <laughs> Breaking the piggy banks. All the piggy banks for these. I'm also hoping Creed reunites, just so I can go. It'd be fun. I'd do a great Scott Stapp. I can't tell if you're being sarcastic. I, I am, I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. I will. If Creed ever gets back together, I'm there. I'll sing every song. Fantastic. I, uh, you might not know this, but I want to start a, a Creed tribute band called Stap Infection, oh. where it's Creed songs, <laughs> but also songs in the style of Creed. So, like, take, like, You Ought to Know by Alanis Morissette, mm-hmm. but sing it like Scott Stapp. And rework the lyrics so it's actually a scathing letter to his former bandmates for ditching him and joining Alter Bridge. And all of a sudden, you've got a Stap Infection song. Wow. I had wow. no idea you were such a historian when I, it comes I, to Creed. Um, yeah, you know, it started, my whole Creed obsession started when I was working at a 7-Eleven in 2007, I think. Oh, what a year. And there was a Creed's Greatest Hit CD in the CD player, and it was just on loop. And then I, ju- I, I, I stole it from the, from the 7-Eleven. Hey, we are recording at. this, you know that? This it's, is your podcast. They, they, they were thankful. I told my boss, he's like, good, get that out of here. And then I just started like, you know... I'm playing it for my friends in the car just because they couldn't escape and all of a sudden I became a Creed fan and then they reunited a couple of years later when I was in college and I got really excited oh. so now it's like I have to go see Creed mm-hmm. in 2007 I was in 5th grade does oh. that make you feel old? yeah because I was <laughs> 20 were you listening to Creed? I mean yes I yeah. didn't want to you know one who, up Gerard but who wasn't who wasn't <laughs> listening to Creed <laughs> They're going to get back together. I mean, there's too you much. You should send them an email mm-hmm. um, and see if they want to come play live at the 615. Oh, my God. And Re- what if I reunited Quinspin. Creed? That's that the stage? reunion tour. It's virtual. They just show up for a day and then you ship it out. Like, what was the thing Garth Brooks did where he did, he recorded a show mm-hmm. and then promoted it like he was going to be at these drive-in theaters, but they just played the movie of him playing. You can just do that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, Scott <laughs> Stapp lives an in idea. <laughs> Scott Stapp does live in Nashville now. Really? Yeah, I, I've read some oh, come on, man. men's health article about like how he's taken up running or something. And yeah, like it was talking about him running at like Shelby Bottoms and stuff or something. Like, wow. He lives like right over there pretty much. Why don't you get a little sound bite that you can ship over to him? Mm-hmm. Or, or if people listen to this, you can be like, hey. A direct appeal. Yeah. It's like I'm looking mm-hmm. in the camera, but there's no camera. Yeah, what would you like to say to him? Scott, uh, I would, I'm a big fan and I would love it if not only you, but everyone else in Creed would come and play a live from the 615 ticketed performance, uh, virtual ticket performance, where fans all over the world could tune in. Uh, we do a great job here, and um, we'd love to have you. That was great. You yeah. S- yeah, you nailed it. I think. Right. Yeah, I think he'll be into it. Yeah, he can't so say no after that. I'm so excited. I mean, and if you could just see the sad puppy dog eyes too, I mean, that mm-hmm. just increased really? the appeal. Yep. But anyway, so um, enough about that. Uh, <laughs> I just I, I admitted a lot here on the show today. But... Hey, no judgment here, hey, man. We're all pals around a fire. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we we, we uh, you know. Except there's no fire. I mean, we're they don't know that. They don't know that, Gerard. Just add them in. Add the crackling in post. Huge fire in the middle of Gerard's studio right now. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Don't tell anybody who you know. Don't don't tell Logan or Banks who uh, work here at home. But yeah, I, I brought in a fire pit. 
Let's talk about the future now. We've talked about the uh, concerts we want to go to in the future, yes. but what about for each of us? What does the future hold here in 2021? And as far as projects, ambitions, maybe live shows eventually? Hopefully. Yeah. Um, just working on more music and trying to, I really want to get the, the studio. It's up and running, but just more people in it, mm -hmm. at least virtually. Do you want to um, give a plug? Is there somewhere people can check you out? My Instagram, just slide into those DMs. Mm -hmm. um, or you can find me on Sound Better if you want, like, examples and whatnot. Um, but, yeah, I, I, as far as, you know, wishful thinking, I, I hope we can, like, tour again. Um, Allison joined me on the tail end of an East Coast tour at the beginning of last year um and it was so fun it was like the best experience ever so i want to do a bunch of that i i miss getting out and traveling and playing music and meeting people you know that's that's why i fell in love with music in the first place so mm -hmm. that's that's what i'm hoping for mm -hmm. otherwise just making music in the studios totally fine mm -hmm. well my plans are what i hope 2021 offers a vaccination <laughs> i hope i get vaccinated so i can hug my people and i can see my people without a mask on but until then i hope same with van just like make music in van studio as much as possible and then when live shows resume get on the road and take you know you know friday late afternoon till end of sunday and you know go to chattanooga or go to you know atlanta or just driving places to go play shows that's what i hope to do and there's so much like within driving distance of here too it's a good yeah. point to just kind of branch off yeah like 70 percent of the population of the u.s is like within 12 hours of nashville not that on a weekend you would go 12 hours away just to drive 12 yeah, hours back but... <laughs> yeah but you could you know in theory and still make it back and make it yeah. happen yeah, with very little energy to carry about your business on Monday. But nonetheless, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, the road. Like, I want to drive to Utah. That's my goal this uh, year. You're more bit, just, you've been traveling a lot, man. Yeah, that's just a, that's just more of a personal. I'm just going to go camping. And yeah. Just like, yes. you know. That'll be like my, like, one of two weeks away from Nashville all year mm -hmm. is to just go camping and, you know, just. Well, generally. you don't have to ask off. Yeah, exactly. I don't have to ask off now. I don't have to take the PTO, but it's just like, I'll tell you, just, you know, I'm here for the foreseeable, you know, and eventually I'll just go camping in Utah and come back and continue building the thing. You know, it's, uh, it's a lot of work, you know, being out here doing it on your own and realizing that you got to keep pushing it forward every single day, you know, and I think we're all we're all experiencing that you know i'm preaching to the choir here but mm -hmm. yeah utah utah is on my list utah colorado wyoming uh, i want to knock those states off and then from there i'll only have six more i want to say after that wyoming oh just to get all the states yeah yeah I wanna... so you could just go put your face up against that wall it's about the same thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've always been fascinated by wyoming though for some reason like i i, I just something about like how much nothing i assume there is there like is fascinating coming from the northeast because like you know you had new york here you had philly here and i'm like right in the middle of it but wyoming is just like a totally different world like when i was in north dakota last year same thing mm. like you go two minutes out of fargo and there is nothing yeah it's just flat and green it's like the desert but it's green you know and i don't know that really fascinates me but it also kind of freaks me out because it's like i'm used to being in heavily populated places so. mm. 
it's just one of those things, you know, I have a love-hate relationship with because it's like, on one hand, it's like, wow, this is so cool. On the other, it's like, I'm thousands of miles away from anybody I know, and there's nobody here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But Well, what's next for your creative endeavors, not just traveling? Um, well... I mean, we're we're building up live from the six one five. We had some we have some ticketed showcases. Uh, you could get your virtual tickets for them. Again, I haven't chosen an air date for this episode, but they are going on. If you go to live from the six one five dot live, you can find out what we have coming up. And we're uh, trying to mix in all different genres and performers from all over Nashville, and you know, just making it a safe and welcoming environment here in the Rona time. So that's building up. Uh, we've got a lot of exciting segments and projects that we're working on we have our fun and games segments that we're putting out every wednesday uh wine and wine of course sponsored by our friends at city winery here in nashville very happy to have them on board and the wine was delicious i had some of the rosé for the first one we uh we we went live on uh back in february again i don't know when this is gonna air um and yeah just just pounding the pavement building relationships pounding whatever pavement i can in the middle of a pandemic anyway and just trying to trying to build the thing up also working on that course i talked about before and gonna be rolling that out probably closer to summer let's start to roll that out do some one-on-one coaching with folks as well i've been beta testing that a little bit so it's a lot cooking so now you can see why i don't have time for a full-time job and this because it pretty much is one. Oh, and you know there's still the whole content thing and Mm-hmm. having to make sure and tiktok and you're gonna it's have a tiktok pretty soon yeah yeah i'm gonna be i'm gonna be hypnotized by tiktok for All about comes back to tiktok 17 hours of my day so i'll have like <laughs> one hour before getting six hours of sleep to do everything else mm-hmm. so go follow umc on tiktok yeah yeah what are you putting out in the universe that there's gonna be <laughs> <Yeah>. one by... <laughs> yep <laughs> whenever this comes out you better have a tiktok yeah. okay. i better i better you know what it'd be even better if there's not one and people just spend time looking for one <laughs> like where is this thing and they follow like some like bizarro umc somewhere i'm gonna make a umc tiktok <laughs> it'll be me just stalking you <laughs> just stalking me on tiktok where i've posted one video to this point yeah. as of recording <laughs> and like five 12 year olds commented on it and my niece my niece loves tiktok though mm. she's on there she probably thinks i'm like ignoring her because she's like always sending me tiktok videos on there and i just like log in once a month and then i see them mm. so amber i'm not ignoring you i just don't go on so just had to say that but anyway well this has been wonderful guys yeah thank you for having us on absolutely yeah anytime let's 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 do this again uh before we depart um let's go into where people can learn more about you listen to your music and yes um you can follow me on instagram spotify facebook and now tiktok Mm -hmm. um under just allison mahal um yeah, and so I have me now, the delete his number version, which probably at this point um, has been out in the universe for a little bit. So check it out. Check out my EP, and shout out to my OG single, Little Blues, on there too. Oh yeah. Yep. Um, Van, where can they where can they follow you? Um, everywhere. I mean, that's that's how it is these days. So Van Isaacson, on anything we have. Follow both of us, please. We have riveting content. Yes. You will not be bored. A plus um, content. Yeah. Just one after the other. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> mostly Spotify. Listen to our music. We spend a lot of time on it and we love doing it. So. Mm-hmm. And you get those royalties, you know. Every, oh, yeah. We're just raking it in. So. Yeah. Absolutely. You know. Swimming in coins like Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> 
I just love the Scrooge McDuck thing. Love it. I might be aging myself there. But <laughs> anyway, this has been the Quinn Spin. Two ends in Quinn, two ends in Spin. You can find us on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and more. Also on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can also learn more about the show at undergroundmusiccollective.com. That is our central hub. And you can learn about all things UMC there as well. Daily re- the- I'm going to leave that in. Daily reviews and features, as well as the UMC 20 playlist on Spotify, and tons of great fun coming. Also, check out Live from the 615, live from the 615.live, as I mentioned a few moments ago. Check out our upcoming shows. Buy your virtual tickets. All proceeds split between the artists and whoever the production staff is working that night, so you get a chance to support people in the industry here making it work in the middle of a pandemic. And I'm going to shift to our closing theme song now it is watch your back from time featuring timothy miles just gonna let that one do its job i'll see you next time